Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit back, relax, because it's time for My My Ship Ship Story. Story. (laughs) God, that was terrible. Brad. Yeah. I mean, we can talk about it later. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck did you send a rock for? I don't know. That's a cook cook rock for you. So so you started, you know, you started cooking, you started doing stuff. So that's a, that's a cook rock for you. This is Brad. Uh, I'm here with, uh, as usual, Scott and Eric. Uh, Let's check in with the guys and see what's going on. Eric, I think you've got something you want to. Yeah. So I I just wanted to bring up and I, you may have seen that over the weekend, uh, Gavin McLeod, uh, uh, Captain Steubing of the Love Boat, passed away at 90 um, this past weekend. And he was an ambassador for Princess Cruises for all those years after the show was done. And I got to do a, uh, a video, a company video uh, where I, and I'm putting the air quotes, acted because I did, I'm terrible, but acted in a uh, video with him. And he was the kindest, nicest, like really the, the sweetest guy around. Um, and so I just wanted to do a shout out to, uh, to, to, to Gavin. I, I uh-huh. posted uh, on that. Well, not not on your story, but I also posted one earlier today a little bit just because we have to mention him because he's even though he was from Princess and the Love Boat show and everything, he stemmed and planted seeds and just about everybody that I know that has started on cruise ships because when we were all little, you know, we all want. Uh, we're like, that's cool. I want to work on a cruise ship. And, you know, like, like I said, in the post on the, uh, on the uh, Facebook post earlier, you know, if it wasn't for that show and him, none of us would know each other possibly. Yeah, no, I think it was a a lot of people on on this podcast have mentioned how the love boat was, was a big part of what made them think about even, even going on a cruise ship. Yeah, I think it was it was at least uh, you know an idea for for a lot of people. I mean, many many guests have mentioned specifically that they watched the Love Boat and uh, that was something that really inspired them to go and work on a ship. Anyhow, anyway, uh, so I just wanted to throw that out there. And besides that, I also needed to bring this up, of course, because Brad mailed me a rock <laughs> from Oklahoma, and I, I was like, "What the hell?" I I mailed both this? both of you a rock. Hey, wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. I I got a rock too. Is this a special thing yes. or or what? Uh, Lori, I'm sorry I didn't have time to send you a rock. Damn it! But <laughs> we all we all have we all have cook rocks now. I just wanted to make sure everybody had a had a good cook rock. And this oh. is for making gravlax. You can make gravlax now, Eric. I you're gonna have to send me ex, ex, explicit details or very did specific. Did a video for you. I did a you I did? did a video yeah I did a video for you on how to make gravlax. Oh, he's this well. Eric's dismissed the video because it takes well Brad's takes 24 hours to make mine is a 48 hour process. So it, you eh, can't send me something that takes 24 hours to make if it's not my well no I I did have my catfish tonight so that's the one thing I cook. So can I cook catfish on it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you don't it's not for cooking on, it's for weight. To weight it need, down in the season. Yeah, when you yeah. need to weight weight something down. I might I might even have to heat the rock up 
and then lay some fish over it and, and <laughs> use the rock to actually cook it. That's what I, when you said cooking now, rock, that's what I thought it was for. Because, you know, like, have you ever been to a restaurant where they serve you the food and you put it on the hot? Like a yeah. Korean yeah. barbecue? So I thought that that's what you were doing with the rock. I didn't realize <laughs> it was to weigh down the, the food. Enough about okay. rocks. Let's <laughs> let's get to the podcast. Um, today, we have a guest that, that um, the three of us don't know got her um, hooked up with podcast uh, a facebook post uh, on i believe it was the renaissance page is that right yes so we'd like to welcome to the podcast Lori Sofferman carner welcome aboard hey how's everybody hey there hey, Lori. glad to doing, have you doing great yeah happy Thanks. to have you I- I watched The Love Boat. I've seen every episode of The Love Boat. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't even mention that that spawned a German version of Love Boat. And a Jamaican version (laughs) of The Love Boat. (laughs) No. Yeah, it's in production now, Eric. I'm working on it. Uh, Okay. Brad. (laughs) Good luck with that, Brad. Good luck. (laughs) Is it going to be like Brad up and smoke the Love Boat? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's sort of a Cheech and Chong. Uh, Yeah, Rastafarian. Yeah, well. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, so Laurie, tell us a little bit about you. Where where are you at now? Where are you from? I well, right now I live in Sarasota, Florida. So about an hour south of Tampa on the West Coast. Um, I've been down here about 20 years, originally from just outside of New York City in northern New Jersey. That's where I grew up, but uh have lived in before here, I lived in uh, went to school in North Carolina, lived in Ohio. Um, lived on the east coast of Florida, and now I'm on the west coast. Oh, so you've been moving around a little bit. Yeah. What? When did you join ships? I joined ships. I worked on ships between 1992 and 95. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Same time. Same time. Same time frame as all of us. 1992. So, how did you get started on ships? Well, um, when I was in college, I spent a year uh, or a semester abroad in Australia. Uh, I needed to go someplace that spoke English. So it was either England or Australia. And I was like, whoa, Australia. Good choice. Yeah. (laughs) And while I was in Australia, I met um, a lot of people who were backpacking and traveling. Um, So I knew I wanted to travel when I graduated college. I went to UNC in Greensboro. When I graduated college, while all my friends were getting jobs, I took off for a year and went backpacking around the world. Um, I spent time. Yeah. uh, Literally two days after I graduated, I got on a plane. My graduation gift was an around the world plane ticket for my parents, which at the time only cost $1,200. Now Now it's 12,000. Exactly. Now I'm dating myself because that was how many years ago? Um, To Europe. I went to South uh, Middle East, Southeast Asia, back to Australia, went to Fiji and then ended up back in California, where my mom was living at the time. So I knew I still wanted to travel. So back then, this is pre-internet, I found a book at a bookstore called Jobs in Paradise, which basically was just a list of ski resorts, cruise ships, resorts, and like human resource addresses to all these different places, amusement parks. Maybe and that's I, the same book that my mom found at the library and filled it out. Maybe <laughs> without my without my knowledge to try to get me out of the house. <laughs> so yeah, so I just sent out like 30 resumes, mostly the cruise ships, a couple of the ski resorts. The following week, Windjammer Windjammer Barefoot Cruises in the Caribbean called me, interviewed me over the phone. The next week I was down in the Caribbean as the activities mate. <laughs> <laughs> 
What is an activities mate? I'm, at, I'm assuming that's like cruise yeah. stuff, right? It's like, it's like a cruise. It's like a cruise director. Windjammer were tall ships. Yeah, they were old wooden tall ships. There was five of them. There wasn't like a cruise director per se. All the crew on the ships were from like the islands. And then like the cruise director, the purser and the captain were mostly American, some British. Did but you I have to like hoist sails or anything? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like that. Yeah, they, oh, they for real? hoisted sails. Yeah, like for real, they were tall ships with sails. They did have motors on them as well. But um, they so uh, about, about how many crew were on those ships? Is there? I mean, they're tall, but they're not. They didn't hold that many people, did they? No, they had um, probably like maybe twenty five crew, maybe twenty oh, wow. twenty five crew, and the ships ranged anywhere from maybe 45 to 75 uh, passengers. Wow. Oh, that's really cool. That's really interesting. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, you get to know everybody, you get to know all the passengers and, and oh yeah, and yeah. that's a and really as, nice size. As my job, um, because it was so casual, everyone was shorts, t-shirts, barefoot, hence the name barefoot cruises. A lot of the activities I had to do involved drinking. <laughs> so, <laughs> I did a lot of drinking games more drinking games pretty much (laughs) now that sounds familiar yeah yeah but i also organized like snorkeling trips and you know tours on the islands and things like that what to do if you throw up in your snorkel just blow it all out yes well that's one of my stories that i was going to tell you about (laughs) (laughs) stand by (laughs) but um so that's the initially how i got on into cruises and then how i ended up with renaissance cruises is that uh like every other wednesday we were in antigua and renaissance had eight ships around the around the world one of them was in the caribbean and they were in antigua like every other wednesday and our ships met and I got to be friends with a lot of people on Renaissance and I knew they went around the world. So I said, Hey, if any other, any jobs ever opened up, let me know. Cause I want to kind of get out of the Caribbean. That go in the early nineties. Is that like, Hey, send me a letter. Yeah. <laughs> you can't Smoke text her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was just basically like every Wednesday I would meet up with a bunch of crew members from that ship at like a bar, like right off the dock or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, one week they're like, hey, yeah, there's one of the ships. I heard that they're hiring an assistant purser on one of the ships. So I, um, their office was in Fort Lauderdale. So I sent them a resume and let them know that my whole situation. When I finished my contract with Windjammer, I went to their office in Fort Lauderdale and interviewed. The following week, I was on a plane to Greece. And that's nice. how I ended up with Darn Renaissance. And I, yeah, and I worked with Renaissance for two and a half years. And you, what, Brad, what you ship did you go on? to each other, did you? Oh no, she was on the no. small ships. I didn't. I didn't start working for Renaissance until they brought out the R ships. Okay, the R ships for me are like really small. <laughs> they are, yeah. but they're yeah. not nearly as small as the old Ren ships because those were really yacht size. They oh, were, they? Oh. yeah. They held like a hundred, a hundred passengers. Oh yeah, a hundred, hundred, yeah, hundred to hundred twenty yeah. passengers, and then they like had a, a, like a tender. Yeah, pretty much. And then they had like 80 crew. I mean, it was basically um, like one crew member to every passenger. It was crazy. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. No, that sounds really nice. Yeah, they were really nice. They're really five star, very expensive. Um, yeah. We did cruises in the Mediterranean, Southeast Asia. We went repositioning cruises through the Suez Canal. So, yeah, we were all over. Greece and Turkey, Baltic. And those ships, um, they could go a lot of places. 
Um, and back yeah. then, you know, not, not all the big cruise ships and the cruise ships weren't super big back then, but, uh, you know, they were getting bigger and, uh, not, not all places could accommodate, uh, like the sovereign would have been out at that time. Couldn't, couldn't go to a lot of the places that these little wren ships could go. Is that kind of, yeah, yeah we got, yeah, we got to go to a lot of the smaller ports, you know, that a lot of the bigger places couldn't go to you know, like Sorrento, um, and when we were in the Mediterranean, yeah. you know, we would go, um, we could dock in Monte Carlo, Sorrento. I love Sorrento uh, cheese. A lot of, a lot, <laughs> a lot of the smaller islands in Greece, you know, and even going through the Suez Canal, going to, you know, to Jordan, to some of the um, Middle Eastern countries, we were able to, you know, pull right up that a lot of the bigger ships, you know, they didn't have the dock space for a lot of the bigger ships. And were you a, an assistant purser the whole time or did you kind of move? No, up? no. Yeah. I started off as assistant purser and then, um, I ended up being the shore excursion manager. So ah, nice. That was, that was fun. Well, like yeah. the best position to have in, in, yeah, in an area yeah. like that. I got paid to go on tours all the time. So yeah, it was nice. Although, you know, like, as you guys know, when you're, for instance, when you're in the Mediterranean and every Wednesday and you're in Monte Carlo, the last thing you want to do is go ashore after you've been there 30 times. So, you know, you become kind of jaded, especially as a shore excursion manager, because you're like, how many times do I, you know, do I have to go see Pompeii? I know it sounds ridiculous, but. Right. <laughs> it's all relative. It's all relative to yeah, that experience. It's all relative. You, yeah, yeah. You go to the same place over and over. I mean, again, even in the Caribbean, like you said, you wanted to get out of the Caribbean. I wanted to get out of the Caribbean too. And if you yeah. tell somebody, oh, I was just dying to get away from the Caribbean, they'd be like, are you it's crazy? You. <laughs> yeah. You get to go to the beaches yeah. and this and that. But, you know, you go to Cozumel or Grand Cayman. Oh, Acropolis again. For years, go years, years. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's. It's, it's the same, it's the same thing with Tahiti. Um, you know, I'm kind of, yeah. I'm kind of hit or miss on, on, on the, on French Polynesia and people are like, what? Yeah. <laughs> we were there all the time. There's yeah. not that much to do. There's not that much to see. Yeah. It's a very small place. And right. when you're there for six months, you know, and you go back for another six months, I mean, you've, you've pretty well seen it all. I can honestly say though, for like the place that I've been back to and that I will always go back to would be the Greek islands. I fell in love. That was like my favorite place out of all the places I've been um, was like Santorini is like my top place that I want to go back to and, and all the Greek islands, you know, Mykonos, Crete, Corfu, all those places. But I could spend months and months in the Greek islands. So many people have said that same thing. It's, it's beautiful. We, I do have a, it's not called a ship story, but it's a uh, sailboat story that eventually we'll do on this podcast, but uh, around the Greek islands, but it's beautiful. I absolutely love it too. Are you, are you ready for a ship story? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's hear one. My name is Lori Sofferman Carner, and this is one of my ship stories. Um, I alluded to the fact when you were talking about snorkeling. It's kind of gross, but it's <laughs> hilarious. So, so I was, um, we were in Indonesia in Bali and, uh, we had, as you do on ships, drink quite a bit in the crew mess and, uh, have parties. And I was taking a tour the next morning, um, snorkeling. Um, so we got up in the morning and met the tour guide and there was, I don't know, maybe 10 of us. And we were on one of those boats that you see, like when the Brady Bunch was in Hawaii and they had those big canoes with the big out 
rigor. Rigor. Yeah. 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 It was like one of those. It was like old timey Balinese kind of boat. Like Hawaii Five O. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Just like that. So you were very close to the water. So we were going from the beach over the waves out to where we had to snorkel. Myself, along with a couple other people, including some of the passengers, were a little bit hungover. Mm-hmm. And we took the boat out to the reef where everybody was snorkeling. Me, as the short excursion manager, I didn't have a very good impression. I leaned over the side and I was totally seasick. I was hungover, hadn't eaten. And I threw up over the side of the boat <laughs> because I hadn't eaten yet. My throw up was completely bright green. It was bile. There were people already in the water snorkeling. Oh, and a, no. And a person, like no lie, a person snorkeled right through it. And it was like slow motion. Oh. I was like, I, I saw it Gross. happening. Yeah. I saw, it was like, no. <laughs> Right down their snorkel, and they they came up and were like, (laughs) and I was like crying, laughing, like all at once. (laughs) It was pretty funny. I never said anything. The person, the person, just thought like they inhaled some water. I didn't let them know that it was actually. It was actually my bile, but yeah, it was. It was. (laughs) Are they like? This water sucks. And see, I'm a I'm a lightweight when it comes to drinking, so it's a joke amongst all my friends. I have throw up stories from all around the world. That was just one of them. That was like the funniest one. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is funny. I thought you were going to say that you threw up, and then all the fish came over because they came. No, over no, no, no. <laughs> No, no, no. Somebody like literally swam through, swam through it and choked oh. on my bile. <laughs> Are you crying? Oh Are you my crying? Gosh. I'm laughing my ass off. That is so oh funny. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty funny story. Now I got, so real quick, um, uh, my uncle that, you know, um, I told you he was on the sovereign, um, Mm -hmm. on this video that I posted a long time ago. Well, he thought they went on a snorkel tour in the island somewhere in the Caribbean. And, uh, it was, you know, they said, don't bring any food, don't anything, you know, they don't feed the fish type of thing. Well, he thought he would be super crafty to bring a couple of, uh, rolls and he shoved them out of shorts in the front. Oh no! so he hits, uh, not thinking if anything, yeah, yeah, you see what's happening. So yeah. when they go down there and they go on their <laughs> snorkel tour, they're down, you know, like eight or 10 feet or whatever, snorkeling around and, and messing around stuff. Well, it's just the time has taken its toll on the bread that just started disintegrating and coming out of his shorts. And yeah. and the fish were like, boom, 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 like hundreds of fish. And then he couldn't get it out of his shorts fast enough to to make the fish go away. So he was like, yeah, that, that story when he tells it is so, so funny. Gosh, I so, all right. you you have a, uh, it sounds like you have a couple more. So let's go ahead and well, hear the next one. Well, this one's not as funny. This this is kind of um, towards the end of my stay on Renaissance. We were doing a repositioning cruise from uh, Southeast Asia back to the Mediterranean. And so we were, we went to Sri Lanka and we were going up the coast of India and then from Bombay we were going to go spend a few days at sea over to the you know, Saudi Peninsula and then up through the Suez Canal. So when we got to Sri Lanka, we went on shore. I did some uh, shore excursions and whatnot, and we came back on the shore and I ended up getting sick. Initially, they thought it was malaria. 
I was having, and then they thought it was appendicitis because I was having like severe pain in my side. So we stopped at a couple ports up through India. And then we finally got to, at the time, what was called Bombay, which is now Mumbai. They said, well, we're going to spend like four days at sea. And they didn't want to risk me it having been appendicitis and then four days at sea and my appendix bursts. They didn't want to risk that because they didn't know at the time what it was. So I ended up in a hospital in Mumbai. Oh, no. <laughs> Thanks. Wait, wait. Thankfully, it wasn't like Bombay General. It was like a private. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was a private. That's ex-pat. our next TV show. Bombay yeah. General. <laughs> yeah. All right. It was, it was like an expat hospital. It was run by British and it was private Catholic, I guess, whatever. So it was my, I had my own room, but the funny part was that when I looked out my window, there was cat, you know, a bunch of cows eating garbage because they don't kill cows and there's cows all over because they're sacred in India. Um, it was just very odd. Anyway, long story short, it wasn't appendicitis. It ended up being an ovarian cyst that had ruptured. There's nothing they can do about it. It ruptures and then gets reabsorbed back into your body. But I was in the hospital for a week. Thankfully, I didn't need surgery. My my dad was a doctor and my mom was a nurse. So they're like freaking out because I'm in a hospital in India. <laughs> the ship's gone. The ship's like in the middle of the ocean headed to Saudi Arabia. So I ended up, um, dis- they ended up sending me home and cutting that contract short. But, but you it had, doesn't but end you there. Had, you had good food <laughs> while we were there. I didn't because I don't like curry. That's the one food I do not uh, like. Uh, um, yeah. And so I really didn't eat for a couple of days. And then um, they let me leave the hospital on my own to walk down the street. This is towards the end of my stay. And it, I ended up going to like their version of a convenience store. And I bought like six bags of M&Ms and was just eating M&Ms like oh. nobody's business. And I got sick right. from that again. Their <laughs> version of M&Ms? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh no. But, but it doesn't end there. When I When I ended up leaving India, they put me on a flight and they misspelled my name. So I wasn't on the manifest on the airline. So my parents had no idea where I was because they called um, the airline and they had no record of me because they misspelled my name. The, the, fl- the plane was diverted to Saudi Arabia because a guy on the plane inhaled a whole Toberlone chocolate bar, like one of those pound, mm-hmm. like five pound Toberlone chocolate bars and had a sugar attack. And I was so going to say, is that bad? I they, think I've done that. No, well, they thought it was, they thought he was having he a heart was attack. Diabe- he was, he was diabetic. diabetic. Yeah, he was diabetic <laughs> and they thought he was having a heart attack. So they had oh, to, man. they reloc, they, uh, the flight ended up having to land in Saudi Arabia and they took the guy off the flight. So we missed all our connections. So I ended up like a day and a half later, nobody knew where I was. They couldn't track me and my parents couldn't get in touch with anybody in India. So I ended up in Ohio so when I landed in the States, I called my mom from Ohio and they're like, they, they were like shocked. They're like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm in Ohio and I'll be home tomorrow. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So it was crazy. Um, yeah. I bet none of you can say you were in a hospital in India. <laughs> no, no. I've been, I've been to India and... I've been to India a few times, but the first time I could not wait. I was I was working on a ship and I could not wait to leave. And the ship almost left me 
because I was getting uh, luggage for for passengers that they had missed yeah. their luggage in Mumbai, and I was trying to get it to them. And I was just like, get me out, get me out, get me out. And I was like, the yeah. ship better not leave me. I was freaking out because I thought the ship was going to leave me. <laughs> but no. But then would, future yeah, visits have, were wonderful, yeah. were really nice. And the food was just delicious because I had somebody then who really kind of took right. us where to go. And it, right. that was good. That was really good. The only place I really liked in India, I, we went to uh, Goa. Um, and that oh, yeah. was really nice. That was Goa really was nice because... Nice. That was on the beach, and it was like yeah. a resort kind of town. But did you do yeah. any snorkeling I, in India? I did not. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> I did not do any snorkeling in India. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, oh my god! No, but it's a, but, it's a cool place. It's a super interesting place, and I uh, for me anyway, the food is just fantastic. As long as you have somebody to really help guide you and help you right. order food, and then it's just fantastic. The best best indian food great, is great the food. one food that i really have a trouble of stop eating like i will eat it until i'm just sick like, okay, love- that's like the one food i don't like i love greek food that <laughs> i think that's why i like greece so much in the mediterranean because i can eat tzatziki and hummus like nobody's business yeah. 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 <laughs> so what about the, uh, so let's get back to, uh, it might be a short segment, but um, what about the X meeting the X? Oh, <laughs> that's actually, no, that's actually funny. Um, so my ex-husband, um, we met while working on one of the, sh- the Renaissance ships. He was the chef on board. Um, oh, good he, person to know. Yeah. <laughs> he's from Austria. He's Austrian. And um, we met on board the ship and uh, we ended up getting, we both left the ship at the same time. He came to New Jersey and we ended up getting married in New Jersey, moved to Florida. So that's initially how I came down to Florida. He got a job at a country club in Florida. And I actually, my degree was in broadcast journalism. So I ended up working for a TV station in Miami and then in West Palm Beach. Okay. I have um, one quick question. Do sure. you know, um, do you know Betty Canals? Uh, did she work for WSVN in Miami? I, I think that I don't know. I don't yeah. remember the station, the but she was, yeah. Sound, it sounds familiar. Yeah, Canals. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so she, she met, ended up marrying my cousin, but she was a, a, oh. a, a she was a newscaster in South Florida for a, a number of years. Yeah. The, the name yeah. sounds familiar. Um, when, I mean, did you go back to ships after you got signed off because of the medical thing? No, I didn't. No, I ended okay. up, I ended okay. up leaving after I got sick in India, I ended up leaving the ship because at that point I was dating. We, we had been together for like a year. He was ready to leave the ship anyway. So it was, he just ended up leaving the ship. That's and you how, were already off yeah. anyway. So you're just like, ship. okay, yeah. let's, let's do this and, and not go back to ships. Exactly. Yeah. So then, yeah. So we ended up getting married in New Jersey, moved to Florida. um, And we were married for almost five years, four and a half years. Um, We ended up getting a divorce. We just grew apart. And I always say that if we had met on land, as opposed to on a ship, we probably wouldn't have gotten married, you know, because as you know, shipboard romances are from zero to a hundred in you know, a week. It's it's intense. Yeah. 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 Like a year dating on the ship is probably like 10 years on land. But anyway, so we, we ended up staying friends. I ended up moving to Ohio for a job. There's one of our, my friends that I ended up working with in the Caribbean who also ended up coming to Renaissance. The three of us were all friends. As the story goes, her name is Vicky. My ex-husband's name is Helmut. Both lived in, uh, the East coast of Florida and stayed friends. We all kind of stayed friends together. 
it was an amicable divorce. It wasn't mean. I mean, we're all still Facebook friends and everything. Long story short, 20 years after the fact, Vicky ends up marrying my ex-husband. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Vicky and they they got married like two years ago. Yeah, oh, I was gonna oh, about, so. I was about to ask you, are they still together? <laughs> no, they got married two years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, are they still together? Yes, they are still together. Vicky actually uh, Facebook messaged me asking me if it was okay that she dated my ex husband because she was at our wedding. Right. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, she was at our wedding in like 1996. And they ended up just staying friends this whole time and live nearby each other. And then she before they started dating, she messaged me and said, hey, you know, (laughs) anyway, so they're married. Now, before your before your ex, did you ever have any uh, hookup with a passenger? With a passenger? No, no, no. It'd be um, kind of hard on small ships like that, like with you know. But that I don't be... want to say no because I possibly <laughs> I can't remember back that far. <laughs> there was a lot of drinking and snorkeling. Like, you, who knows what? Yes, happened. there's like <laughs> possibly. But I, I met this. I, I met still... this this girl that worked on a ship, and and she took care of me after I swam through some weird stuff. And... <laughs> <laughs> no, I um I did have um obviously hookups with other crew members and an officer on board. So yes. Okay, so on that, <laughs> where's the strangest place that you did it on a cruise ship? A uh, lifeboat. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lifeboat. Okay. Yeah, a lifeboat up top. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Under the you stars. You have to like, like yeah. peel back the thing and crawl, crawl under there and put the thing no, back on. It was, or they... it was on top of that. Okay. No, we didn't have to peel back anything. You just right on top. Just on top. I was on a cruise once. I don't know. It was an R ship that became a princess ship. And I was on a cruise and our cabin overlooked, like, you know, they had uh, their partial view because the lifeboats were there. And one day I just happened to be looking out and two junior assistant purses were coming out of the lifeboat in their oh. uniforms. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say it was Lori. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it was definitely, it was one of the, the old R ships that the princess ended up purchasing. Yeah. yeah, yeah of- Renaissance Renaissance went out of business shortly after um, September 11th in 2001, yeah. because yeah, they had all their ships yeah, around Brad, the world. Brad knows very, that one too yeah. well. Very shortly. Oh, are you part of that? <laughs> Did you get, were you stuck someplace? Yeah, Italy. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, I, 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 I signed off September 12th, 2001. Oh, no, really? Wow. Spent, I think, three weeks in Italy. And by the time I was about to fly out, I went to the counter at the airport and my plane ticket uh, didn't work because they had gone bankrupt. Yeah, I heard that. I heard, yeah, I heard and that. And I had to buy my own plane ticket home. Members. Yeah, I did. Oh, wow. I heard that. Wow, that sucks. Wow. <laughs> How does that work? Like, if you don't have the the money for the plane ticket ride home, do you just like get a job and work until you do, or you're just go to the U- Italian? Go to the U.S. Embassy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Call the U.S. Embassy, but you know, getting stuck in Italy for three weeks is not such Rough. a bad thing. Yeah. Well, no, I wasn't stuck there. I was I was tooling around. I was yeah. I was only stuck there for a couple of hours while I tried to figure out what I was. <laughs> how I was going to get home. But, and you're uh, like, peace no. out. Yeah. 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 
Um, so do you, do you ever go cruising anymore? Have you gone on a cruise since you? I, yeah, ships? I have actually, I've been on two cruises. Um, one was just a cruise out of Miami with a couple of girlfriends, probably maybe about 10 years ago. And then I worked briefly for a company, um, here in Florida that it's, it's no longer in business, but basically they, um, put together cruises for like, for instance, if you're, um, subscribe to Forbes magazine, they'll have um, a bunch of speakers from Forbes, you know, Little real estate people. Yeah. Well, no, they, they would have speakers come on a ship. It was through crystal cruises. They would have speakers come on a ship and they, I worked for a company that put together the program and the travel package for the people, for the speakers, but then also for the people who are paying to come on this cruise to listen to all the speakers. Okay. I went on one of the cruises. It was out of New York. Um, it was on crystal cruises and I worked on, it was like a 13 day cruise. Ironically, this is actually a funny story. Um, the crew, they flew me to New York and then I joined the ship in New York. And then we went to like Bermuda. We went down to the Caribbean, to Aruba and a bunch of different islands, but it was over the, um, the 2008 presidential election was it 2000 and yeah it was 2008 because everybody on the cruise were republicans because it was all forbes magazine it was all like these <laughs> super duper like republican i can't even remember any of the people there were a couple of polit- like um politicians on board talking and giving speeches it was when obama won everybody was pissed off and it was over, it was over election and me being like their go-to person with the company, they were complaining to me and I'm like, what do you want me to do? I said, <laughs> I was happy, you know, I was happy. Yeah. I'm like, sorry about your luck. <laughs> oh my God. And then, and then Sorry, actually, you could go back actually, to your rooms and stay there. Yeah. And actually it was funny because um, when I got back from that cruise, I ended up being a uh, let go from the company because apparently I didn't pay enough attention to the guests that were on board the ship. And I partied one night with a couple of the crew members and I got, I guess it got back to my boss. So when I ended up getting back after that cruise, I, I didn't last very much longer at the company. So <laughs> they didn't sound like, like very much fun anyway. No, no, no they didn't. No. It was definitely yeah, you, not a good fit for me. <laughs> so. And you got a 13 day cruise, a crystal cruise. For free. Yeah. I got paid. I got paid. Yeah, for and it. you got paid for Pretty it. swanky. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Krista was pretty sweet. It was really nice. Yeah. Hey, did you ever have any any uh, instances where you almost missed a ship? No, I've had I had passengers who missed ships that I and they ended up having to fly to the next port. I never missed a ship because I always ended up like, especially on Renaissance, being the shore excursion manager. I, obviously, I had to make sure everybody was back at the ship at the correct time. But uh, I remember, like in in Monte Carlo, we would spend an overnight in Monte Carlo, and there's there was a couple of close calls in the morning of everybody going out and partying and getting back to the ship, you know, before we left in the morning. But we never like missed a ship because you could just walk right onto the ship. It wasn't like we had to take a tender out to it or anything. So See, this is something that people, non-ship people <laughs> will never, ever understand. I mean, I didn't go to yeah. those places, but you know, when you're like, Oh yeah. When we, when I had overnight in Monte Carlo and, <laughs> yeah. and you know, Cannes, France and you know, all this kind of stuff, people, people, their eyes just glaze over and they're like, who are you? Yeah. You know, that you yeah, ships. Yeah. yeah. It was we, funny because like, especially like at Monte Carlo, 
you know, it's so small. There's only so much you can do. You go to the casino once, you're like, oh, it's really nice casino. And then when we were there, there was like a Tex-Mex place that we would go to. Every time we went, it was like chill, like Chili's basically. Tex-Mex in Monte Carlo. It was basically Chili's. And we were just like, oh, let's go. And that was like our big thing when we were in Monte Carlo because we just wanted some Tex-Mex. <laughs> oh, I used to go man. to this Tex-Mex place in Copenhagen. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, sweet. that was great, man. The, so it I was to- called the, the Tex Hot and Rock Cafe. <laughs> i used to go to one in grand cayman there was one down seven mile beach the, the one that had a hundred shooter lists uh but it was a text message place in, in grand cayman i used to go to every week every other week i used to go to all the time we freaked yeah. out when they announced that pizza hut had opened in um, old san juan and there was a pizza hut in old san juan and in Teague, i think there was a Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, there was because you go so long with eating the stuff, but you you hit an island that's got KFC, and you're like, "Let's go!" Yeah, this is a funny fast food story for you. When we used to um, do cruises in Greece and Turkey, the passengers would either fly into Athens or Istanbul, spend a couple of days, do the cruise, and then end up in the other city. So when whenever we were in Athens, um, while everybody once the passengers disembarked, I didn't have anything to do because I was a short excursion manager. So everybody else was readying the dining rooms, you know, getting stuff on board, all the deliveries were being made and everything. So I would go around the ship and take orders because there was a McDonald's right in the terminal at Piraeus, the port in Athens. And so I would go around and take orders from everybody from McDonald's and go get McDonald's and literally (laughs) spend like a hundred dollars at McDonald's. Sometimes I spent like, I think one time I spent like $125 at McDonald's. That's the entire menu. (laughs) Yeah. And I came back with like six or seven shopping bags full of McDonald's. I'd go to the reception desk. I get on the speaker saying I was back from McDonald's and everybody would come up to the reception desk and get their orders. Yeah, that's great. Oh yeah. my God. Now that just, I you bet just the guy behind memory. you at McDonald's was so uh, pissed. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'd like 32 Big Macs. <laughs> Let's awesome. wrap this up. Uh, uh, thank you so much, Lori, for coming on. Oh, you're welcome. We really, welcome. really appreciate it. Good stories. Good, yes. to, good to have you on. Thank you. Thank you so much. I will always watch where I'm going when I'm snorkeling now. <laughs> watch Forever. out for the, for the green water. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> There's a school of fish. Just go around the school. Awesome. Thank Thanks, you. Sorry. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. Have a good night, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Good night. Bye. That was good. That was good. Yeah. That was entertaining. Yeah. She, she was did great. a good job. She had some good stories. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. yeah. Again, I, I, like I said at the end, I will not look at snorkeling the same ever again. <laughs> no, I'm going to be a little more careful whenever I go snorkeling next. If I, yeah. if yeah. I ever go snorkeling. What is that cloudy? Yeah. It's supposed to be clear here. What am I in? Uh, oh God. One of these days I'll tell you a story about, uh, we went, took a cruise to Tahiti Hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast in video, please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's my ship story podcast at yahoo.com. 
Goodbye for now, and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!